Hey, what's going on, millionaires? You're listening to the Million Dollar Mind podcast, episode 147 on a zero interest credit hack your banks won't tell you. Welcome back, millionaires. Welcome back. It's your guy, Kai Speaks, and I'm here today talking about secret credit hacks your banks and lenders won't tell you. I got some game. I got some sauce, some gas from my syndicate, my mastermind. And shout out to those guys in the mastermind, man. You guys are going to be hearing a lot more from them as we are building out amazing, amazing content for you all, whether it's in credit, real estate, you know, all this, all this stuff that we have. So with that being the case, let's dive right in. But before we get into today's content, I do want to again say thank you. And give my gratitude to you all who are tuned in and joining us week in and week out, wherever you are in the world. We love you. So, again, shout out to you all. Continue to like and subscribe. We are actually coming to YouTube this month. And I know we've been you probably been hearing me drop that uh, voice memo at the end of every episode. We finally here. We are finally at the moment where we are bringing video content to YouTube, more information on the YouTube page to come so you can like and subscribe and continue to see us on all platforms. So with that being the case, let's dive right in. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mind podcast, the number one passion and attraction podcast in the world. Thanks to each and every single one of you all. You know you're in the right place if you are here looking for tips and tricks on identifying your passions and attracting opportunities to make a living while living your dreams. I'm learning more and more that our understanding of credit, how it works, how to leverage it, it is effed up. It is effed up, right? Even the fears and things that people tell us to avoid and to worry about while using credit is daunting. It's just so nerve wracking and so cringing that it freezes us into analysis paralysis. We start overthinking the worst case scenarios every single time. I mean, it took me until I was grown, grown like I probably didn't even get a credit card until I was two, three years out of college. Right. Because all in college and right after I graduated college, I was like, no, I don't need no credit cards. I don't need no, none of that. Stay away from me. That's bad. And it makes you to not ever want to get a credit card. Right. It wasn't until recently um, that I, and I, the reason why I even got the credit card that I got was out of me being in a financially straining situation. So I got it to more so help out. I didn't even get it for the purpose that I'm learning how to use them now. Right. That was then. But now I have some information that I just truly want to share because the truth is the wealthy and those who aspire to be wealthy are leveraging credit in ways that I couldn't possibly imagine. And I'm sure some of you are like, whoa, just drop it. All right. At this point, Kai, just stop. Stop beating around the bush. Stop dancing around it and tell us. Right. But had I continued to do what I had always done. I would have never have been positioned to even receive this information, nor, um, nor even be in a position to receive and understand and overstand this information to where I can now 
the, the uh, divulge it to you. And of course, it's going to be a very quick episode. I just want to give you the game um, to better understand this game. I'm going to actually have my main man, Zay, on the show. Zay is a credit and funding guru, business credit, personal credit. This guy is like getting funding for amazing, uh, like at amazing rates. He's just helping people get funding. Right. But I'm also learning because before I go down that rabbit hole, right. Cash, how we even use cash is effed up because how we're using credit is effed up. Cash is for saving. Cash is for investing and cash is to be for maintenancing debt. When you're in debt, you use cash to maintain and manage that debt appropriately. And also while saving a lot of your cash, most of your cash for investing and saving. And when I say saving, more so saving a nest egg, about three to six months of expenses and then investing the rest. The way we use cash is effed up because I see so many people using their debit cards and their cash for their everyday spending, everyday purchases. When they go out to eat, when they buy groceries, when they pay bills, this is not the time to be using cash. This is the time to be using credit. This is the time that we actually want to be using credit. And I'm going to explain. But first, to tell you what it is, what this hack is and what it's called, we're just going to call it credit card rotation. And it is a hack to help you always hide your credit card utilization. You guys may be familiar with the percentages of penalties that as far as your credit profile and your credit history, you have 30 percent. That is your utilization. And you have 15 percent. That is, uh, man, it's been some time. I I can't even let's just stick with what I can absolutely guarantee. 30 percent of your of your score is based off of your abilities to stay in that credit card utilization of 30 percent or less. The moment you go over 30 percent. You hit 31 percent, you just affected 30 percent of your credit score. Right. And then you get additionally docked for the as much over that 30% as you are. Right. So in order for this to successfully and to really work, you need to have a minimum of two credit cards. If you have three that is recommended and suggested, but to start off, you really need to have a minimum of two credit cards and they need to have different statement dates and different reporting dates. It's a must. So if you have two credit cards, and they both report to the bureaus on the 15th, that's uh, it's not ideal. You need to inquire if they can change that. I know for as far as your payment and your statement dates, you can definitely change. But as far as the dates on when they report to the credit bureaus, that may out be out of your control. So you may need to shop around for other credit cards prior to using that one. So you just have that one as a backup. But the, the two main cards that you're going to use, they absolutely need to have different reporting dates preferably 15 days apart. So if I have um, Discover and they report to the credit bureaus on the 5th, I need to have another credit card, let's say Chase, and they need to report to the credit bureaus no sooner than the 20th. So that way, um, that way I can pretty much hide my utilization by transferring the balances between the cards. And I'm going to explain what that looks like. Right. So you have two payments per used card. 
So if I'm using both the discovery and both the ch- and the chase card, that means I'm paying twice a month on each of those cards. I'm going to pay probably on the first and the fifteenth. All right. My statement date is probably due on the fifth. So I'm going to pay on the first and I'm going to pay again on the 15th before they report to the bureaus. The first balance is the balance that you pay in full. The first payment. The first payment is the balance in full that is paid from liquidating the freed up card. So how that looks, you have one card. Let's say you have a discover card with a um, a credit limit of 10,000. And you are old. Realistically, you're over your 30 percent. Let's say you use five thousand. So you have 50 percent utilization. But you have your chase card that it that also has ten thousand on it and you haven't used any of that balance. So it even now just that alone lowers your utilization close to around 30 percent. Right. So you around 30 percent. You had actually 25 percent because five yeah, and then 20. Yeah. So that's. Four times. Yeah. So that's 25 percent. You have 25 percent utilization. But the lower the utilization is, the better it actually looks on your profile and the more likely you are to get approved for additional funding. So the reason why you do that instead of what I was doing. Which was, okay. it's the first and my balance is five thousand. Let me drop five thousand dollars and pay off this balance. And that five thousand was all of my cash. That was a very slow way of me being able to save a very slow way of me being able to invest. And when tough times came, you know, I I have the freed up credit, but I don't really have any cash for emergencies. So that's the difference, because now what I get to do of having these options instead of paying five thousand, I get to pay two thousand and that other three thousand. I'm actually going to uh, that 2000. I'm actually going to pay on this on the 20th or the 15th of the month and not the first. The first I'm going to pay the full balance by liquidating the chase card. So I'm going to take that freed up ten thousand dollar line of credit on chase and I'm going to transfer that balance to pay off that five thousand dollar balance with discover. So now discover before it reports to the credit bureaus is going to read at zero percent utilization. and now. Chase is going to show 50% utilization, but it's not reported yet. That one still shows 0% because it's a new card. It was, it was clear. So before they report, I'm going to just make sure that I transfer the balance from discover back to chase. And you just continue to balance debt. So if you were to just pay one payment a month on each of these cards, what this looks like is you have play is you juggling five thousand dollars worth of debt and that's if all of your expenses remain consistent so it can be juggling five and then you slowly starting to add to your expenses now you're juggling six now you're juggling seven now you're juggling ten right the reason of the second payment is for you to pay down the debt so while you're juggling this five on each of these cards you're probably paying in the middle of the month or in the middle of your cycle just to pay down that debt a little bit so again, instead of me paying $5,000 of cash to pay down that credit card balance, I'm just going to put $2,000 towards my debt. So now instead of me juggling $5,000, I'm juggling $3,000 while still rotating the debt and still having all of my cards report at 0% interest. So it looks like I'm using 0% of the credit that I have available to my name, which means banks and lenders would love to work with me and do business with me because of my credit history. Now, granted, you still want to have a good credit score of a 
um, 700 or more 680 really is, is, um, is good con- considered good. Uh, but a 700 with a 0% utilization gets you in the ballpark to start receiving funding, uh, for your business. And you can register yourself as a personal guarantor PG, where you can start getting some business funding. And the funny thing about business funding is it's no penalty on utilization, which means that you're not penalized for using a hundred percent of your business credit. You have to pay them, right? If you don't pay, then it hurts your credit. But as long as you're making the minimum payments, those folks is not worried about you and you are not being penalized for using a hundred percent of business credit. So even now you're, you're putting yourself in a position where if you have to, you can use business credit for personal funding, right? So that is literally the gas that your banks and your lenders won't tell you because they make money off of your ignorance. They make money off of us not knowing, right? Credit cards are going to charge us for cash advances and balance transfers. We're actually, I'm actually going to get into how you can do these balance transfers and liquidate these cards without paying the fees that credit cards are going to charge you because they can charge you about 5%, right? 5 to 10%. And if you balancing, if you transfer in a $5,000 balance, 10% is $500. So you're being taxed $500 every time you have to transfer a balance. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. So you can actually avoid those fees. And lenders are not going to tell you this information because they charge for interest. Under this practice, each new credit card that you take out is like securing an interest free line of credit. You're like you're securing interest fee because you're not paying any interest because you're paying the you're paying the statement balance off every single time. Using another line of credit and you're just rotating the debt. So you're not paying any interest, guys. You're not paying any interest. People are asking me, well, how does that work? You're just going to end up paying more interest. No. Because you're paying before the statement balance is due. Which means you are not being charged any interest. So this is interest free lines of credit. This is huge. Now, in order to correctly transfer the balance, as I mentioned, from one card to another without the fees, you have to liquidate the card by running what we call an MS play. Why is it called an MS play? I don't know. Essentially, all it is is a split payment. But MS play just sounds cooler. You're just doing a split payment. And um, when you do the split payment, you're going to split it between debit and credit. This is the another rare occasion when you're actually using your debit card. You are going to make maybe let's say you go to wholesalers. Wholesalers are best for this. This is the pro tip, right? Wholesalers like Sam's Club, Costco. These are going to be best for the MS plays because you can get a lot of merchandise at a wholesale price and you can get things in bulk. So I would, you know. $5,000, right? Let's say we're trying to liquidate a $5,000 card. We can go to Costco and get $5,000 worth of MacBooks. Say you need it for your business or whatever the case may be, which is true. You have a business. It's called Your Name LLC, right? You need it for your business. And essentially, what you'll do is you'll split those payments between debit and credit. So now, what you're going to do is you're going to put maybe, let's say, $200 on debit and the re- remainder of the balance on credit. When that looks like in the in the transaction, I'm going to put two hundred dollars and then four thousand eight hundred dollars on my chase card. And maybe a little bit later that day or another day, I'll just go back to Sam's or whatever wholesale I went to. And I'm going to return those purchased goods on the debit card. The reason that's the reason why you want to use the debit card and not both the credit cards, because now. 
what you're doing is you're putting the cash from the from the old from the credit card onto your debit account so that you can just make the payment on the um on the credit card. And that's why I want to get Zay on here because there's a couple of reasons why you don't want to do the credit to credit. Um just for security purposes is the reason why you want to just use your debit as like the your debit card as like the third party <laughs> merchant, the third party. Um, so, yeah, we're going to get into that much more in depth. But I wanted to get this information over to you all. And I want to encourage you hit us up for questions. Do we have a new email? And the new email is T H E M D M P O D the M D M pod dot U.S at gmail.com. You can email us your questions. If you enjoyed this episode, let us know what you enjoyed about it. Let us know what may have confused you. And we are here to help. We are literally here to put money in your pockets and help you save a ton of money while you get to embark on this journey to pursuing your passions and attracting these opportunities. And as always, I'm super thankful to have you all a part of the show. And thanks in advance for becoming the change agents that you're bound to become when you apply the principles you heard today. Are you looking to build out more offers? You have so many ideas, so many resources, and so many useful products that you can start literally impacting others. But right now you're just lost, right? You don't know how to monetize or when to monetize, how much to monetize it for. I want to invite you to a private one-on-one session with me to build out at least two to five offers that you can start making money on in less than 30 days. The more niche focused offers that you can create for your business and for your brand, the more range you actually have for your clients, increasing your conversion rates tremendously. You increase how many clients can now afford to do business with you. And if they can afford it the first time, they're going to learn to afford it the second time, even if the price varies and the price starts to creep up. I'm trying to tell y'all this is some sauce. You can book your one-on-one strategy session with me for just $39.99 to schedule your session. See the link in the show notes. And with that said, just remember to keep focused, build momentum, and drive results so you can live abundantly. Peace. Hey guys, so thanks to you all, the Million Dollar Mind podcast has went global. The number one passion and attraction podcast in the world right now, with huge support from the UK, Ireland, France, Belgium, Tanzania, and of course the United States. With this accomplishment, we are getting bigger and better than ever. Now that said, we are soon incorporating video production and YouTube platform to the show so you guys can witness the podcast in full effect. You can now become a supporter of the Million Dollar Mind podcast by visiting the link in the description below. Share your support with me via email and you will receive a free gift. Tis the season to give. Peace.